Hello and welcome to the ETOF21 Sports Podcast, a special edition of the ETOF21 Sports Podcast. My name is Eric. I'm the man behind ETOF21 Sports. You can find my work on Twitter at ETOF21 Sports, Instagram at ETOF21 Sports underscore, and at ETOF21 Sports underscore fantasy. It is Cinco de Mayo. Wow. Hopefully everyone has some Corona, some Adela, some tacos, some burritos today. Okay, now since the NFL draft is over and everyone's analyzing which team got better, us fantasy football players like to think, how can we win some money playing DFS or always like to start planning our strategy for our fantasy football draft? And who better to come on from fantasy football wish list, Scotty. Scotty, how are you doing today? What's up? What's going on? I'm doing great, my man. Thanks for having me on again. Oh, dude. For those of you that don't know Scotty, Scotty and I connected about, what, three or four weeks into the NFL season. You made a great post about the importance of coordinators. And I'll tell you what, man, I have never agreed with anyone more than that post you made, man. So, like, after that, I knew you'd be my ride or die with fantasy football, my man. You had a great call last year on J.K. Dobbins why he was going to be a stud. You called Michael Thomas declining. Um, and also, you get you and I both agreed on DK Metcalf. You're a huge DK Metcalf guy. So you made some great calls last year. And you I've already saw you made a post. You went out on the limb. You're having a new tight end number one for next year, dude. You're going with I am. you. So you, you put your money where your mouth is. Great follow if you guys aren't watching him. And he's coming on to talk about the rookies that have been drafted. So let's jump in right away. Let's look at the quarterbacks. Um, who got drafted in a good place and why? Well, you got the obvious. Um, I'm not going to get too far into Trevor Lawrence. He's um, uh, a generational talent, as we know. But uh, I'll, I'll move on to, um, I mean, it is familiar when you have an unathletic-looking quarterback. Uh, he's not too flashy. Um but uh, Tom Brady was the same way, and it's crazy how lucky Mac Jones is getting. Um, I wasn't so high on Mac Jones. I thought um, with Alabama, he had just a bunch of weapons. But to have a scholarship with Alabama, you must be somewhat good. And to be coached by probably the best coach ever, and um, to have offensive coordinator in Josh McDaniels, um, he's, he's set to, uh, to thrive if he... Um, goes in the right direction. I mean, Cam Newton's going to be the quarterback. Mac Jones isn't going to be much of fantasy relevance this year, but the situation he's in, he went from probably the best football team in the nation, moving on to the best coach ever in the NFL. And he could be a late steal in, in these uh, dynasty drafts that people have that are going to be starting up. So that's a great point because us as fantasy players, we get so caught in the now and don't think about a couple years from now in these dynasty drafts. That's a great point. Um, which quarterback could be like Jalen Hurts? Comes in late in the season, and they could lead you to sneak into the playoffs. Listen, um, I'm not big on Ohio State quarterbacks. Um, I'm going with Fields, of course, as we're speaking. But Andy Dalton is not going to hold on to that starting quarterback role. Um, Fields is going to take over. He has the legs. But I do question Ohio State quarterbacks. I can't think of one Ohio State quarterback that succeeded in the NFL. And um, possibly um, 
Fields might be the guy, and I'm going to put my money on him this year. Well, I live here in the Chicago area, and the Bears have already won eight Super Bowls after this draft. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, mean, can, I can only imagine. I, like I said, I'm not going to um, go all in on this, but if, if there is a good feel to be a Jalen Hurts, and if I have mentioned in the past and you've seen my posts, I think Jalen Hurts is a top 10 fantasy quarterback this year. I didn't fall for the Eagles trying to find somebody else. Jalen Hurts is the guy, and if somebody's going to repeat uh, my thoughts on that, it, it will be Fields. I don't see enough. All the other quarterbacks seem to be backups. If they're not named Trevor Lawrence, like a Trask or a, a Mond uh, or a Mac Jones. So Fields is the guy that I'd throw in that category. I, I agree with you 100%, my man. Is there any quarterback that would be a stay away? Hey, I, I, don't, I don't want any shares of this guy going into next year. You know, Washington has sunk all these years, so that's why I kind of root for the Jets, because they're kind of similar. They're like a, a circus. I am staying away from Zach Wilson right now. Um, they're still in a rebuild. Um, the, the weapons uh, are not too strong for me. Uh, they, they're still in like a rebuild. So they got Mims. They picked up uh, that wide receiver in the draft this year. He actually was pretty good. Um, Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore. And um, they... They, they have upside, but I'm not um, I'm not betting on Zach Wilson yet, especially in the New York area. I will say this: after the draft, Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson's mom is hot, so he that is a slight <laughs> slight upgrade in my book. Slight upgrade, the mom <laughs> you, factor. You got. I might want her to quarterback <laughs> instead of him. But, but also, I didn't know who Zach Wilson was three months ago. That's another thing that scares me. I mean, Zach Wilson, that one throw he did on the, uh, I mean, he is in his shorts and he's throwing it in a t-shirt with no defenders, but that cross-body throw for 40, 50 yards was impressive. But I didn't hear of the guy three months ago, so I'm not... Uh, but you hit in the head right there. I was talking to my neighbor, John, and... His, my statement to him was like, John, because he's, he's a college football guy, if I would have told you back in on Labor Day, Zach, Zach Wilson would be the number two pick in the NFL draft, what would you say? He told me he would have laughed. Like, you know what I mean? Like, one year wonder, definitely a stay away. No brainer. No brainer. Agree with you completely. Now, to piggyback um, your comment about systems and coordinators you made to start last football season, what we the running back system makes the running back. Um, which running backs are you liking going into next year with the system they got drafted into? All right. Well, the obvious uh, again, it's like the Trevor Lawrence quarterbacks. Uh, Najee Harris with the Steelers. He, he's not going to have much competition. I know you got some skilled running backs there, but Najee Harris is going to be the dude. Um, uh, running backs there typically succeed. Um, I, I, you know, it's not even much of the systems, and I know we, we've spoken. I love Kyle Shanahan with running backs. I love um, Sean McVay with running backs. I love Andy Reid with running backs. But with the um, draft this year, it's really like situational. Um, Michael Carter going to the Jets from North Carolina um, is huge. Um, he's not a big guy. He's not going to be a workhorse running back. But the only other running back they have is Tevin Coleman. He doesn't finish a full season. Tevin Coleman is also not a workhorse running back. And um, I got to say, the Jets did pretty well with the offensive line last year getting Beckton and this year getting the guy from uh, USC to play guard. So they're, they're upgrading the offense pretty well. 
Um, Carter's in a good situation. Um, uh, you know what? And we're going to bring this up probably too. Um, ETN going to the Jags. He's uh, matching up with Trevor Lawrence again. I hate that I didn't post anything about this because I said it beforehand and people will just say, oh, you're saying it just because they drafted ETN. I said James Robinson was going to be a bust this year, and this just proves my point. ETN is going to take over that backfield. He's familiar with Trevor Lawrence, and um, he has more skill. He's bigger. He's stronger. And um, I I would draft ETN um, this year. He... uh, Reminds me of like an Akers or Jonathan Taylor of last year. He'll start off slow. He's going to split time, but I think he's going to take over the backfield and become an elite running back in fantasy for years to come. But you hit it in the head, though. Like, you're not going to use a first round draft pick if you're not going to play the guy. You know what I mean? It doesn't make sense. So sometimes you just got to out. Outthink the room. I totally agree with you what, what you're saying with that. Right. And how, how much do you believe? Robinson played great. He came out of nowhere which running backs that come out of nowhere is like the last one was probably Alfred Morris back in the day. He came out of nowhere. He played great. I don't want to take that away from him, but they got a pure running back this year. The first round, like you said, they're not going to waste that draft pick and he's going to prove why he should be the workhorse. And Robinson, unfortunately is going to take a backseat. Oh, I agree with you a hundred percent on that. Now, which running back, are you kind of like, uh, kind of got a poor system? I'm not sipping your Kool Aid this year. Uh, um, Trey Sermon. Uh, how many running backs are the 49ers going to draft? I mean, Kyle Shanahan, I love you, dude. You get great running backs. I was all on Mostert last year. He did get hurt every single game. But um, I think the 49ers drafted two other running backs this year. Um, they still have Mostert. Uh, Jeff Wilson, too. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's a loaded backfield. You're not going to get playing time, so he, he kind of got screwed. You might you, you might have him for dynasty maybe in a later round, but and right they, now he, he's uh, insignificant. And they also have that kid from Baylor, Hart, Hardy. They have that guy yeah. too. So Yeah, yes. He, he was a free agent pickup last year in fantasy. But, yeah, it's a loaded backfield. It just sucks because um, Kyle Shanahan is so good with running backs. Um, it, it just hurt, hurts value there, but the Trey Sermon who got drafted by the 49ers kind of got screwed. It, yeah, it's it's one of those things. They're so rich, you don't know what the hell to do. So it's unfortunately, it's a great system, and it's a uh, it's a stay away. Now you you mentioned how the kid from the Jets could be this year's Cam Akers or Jonathan Taylor that comes in and helps you with that late playoff push. Anyone else in that yeah. build? I'm sorry. Um, a super. I have a super sleeper, and okay. um, I, I might be biased here, but um, Washington got Jarrett Patterson. I know he's not a familiar name. He came out of Buffalo, but you'll remember him. He's the running back who rushed for 450 yards in that one game last year in college. Last year on 140 attempts, he had 19 touchdowns. If you think about it, you have Antonio Gibson in the backfield, but his other competition is Peyton Barber. So... That's a name to look at. I'm not saying that you should be drafting him in fantasy football drafts right now, but keep an eye on him. Washington did release Bryce Love. So um, it's really Antonio Gibson and uh, J.D. McKissick and uh, 
Jarrett Patterson just joined the Redskins backfield, so that's an eye to something to keep an eye on. I love that kid. I think that kid definitely is going to have a, a place in the NFL, and you know, in a in a system that Turner runs, he's just an injury away from winning you a championship or getting you to the playoffs. So that's that's a good deep find and someone to definitely keep keep your eye out on. Now, you and I love offensive linemen. I mean, I I mean, they are the meat and potatoes. Is there anyone that was drafted that will affect a team in terms of fantasy football production? Eric, I think we're the only ones who give those guys credit. They might, you know, buy us watches or a car for uh, showing them some love. Um, the obvious is your guys for Detroit. Uh, you got Sewell, which, I mean, I guess every position I'm mentioning, I'm mentioning the obvious. Um, I do love your front office, by the way. If I'm in any bar fights, I could use the Detroit Lions coach and uh, general manager. Um, after each pick, it looked like they were going to throw somebody through a window. Yeah, they were really amped up. I mean, it's definitely a totally different vibe. I'm not really buying Campbell as a coach just because I think, I don't know, I, he just kind of seems to me as a mouthpiece right now. But I really like Holmes. I really like what he did in this class. But go go ahead with your thought, though, please. Right, right. Um, I wanted Darasaw to go to Washington. Uh, they kind of skipped on him. He went to the Vikings. But I'm really interested to in seeing how Tevin Jenkins does with the Bears. I know we agreed that um, – we don't like Nagy with the Bears. He, he uh, kind of mismanages uh, that team. But um, Tevin Jenkins uh, becoming a left tackle, and they just released their um, original left tackle. Um, in 1,100 snaps, he only gave up two, two sacks in college. So um, with Mon- Montgomery, you got Allen Robinson. Um, I-, I would look to see... Um, you know how he fits in. There's a lot of uh, questions about him, but he has the uh, size and um, the stats from college to uh, make him a success in the NFL. Oh, I think, I mean, I'm not a Bears guy. I'm a huge Lions guy, but I think he's going to have an immediate effect. Now, you touched on my boy Sewell. Do you think Sewell's going to up Swift's production? Or, like, what What should I expect from my boy Swift next year with a Sewell pickup? Sewell's an upgrade, obviously, but I'm not even fantasy purposes. Swift doesn't have any competition this year. Um, I'm not scared of Carrion Johnson, and um, this is Swift. And I don't have trust in Goff. Sorry about that, dude. I, I don't like Goff at all. So I think Swift is going to be your main focus on offense, and he does catch the ball out of the backfield. And um, Sewell definitely upgrades that. you got the best offensive lineman in the draft. And I'm gonna be I like I like the Bengals and they're gonna be kicking themselves for not taking that kid. That that that's just my opinion. I think five years from now they're gonna be like, God damn, we should have took him. But I I agree. And then the Vikings took Darasel. You mentioned him before. I mean Jesus. Yes. I mean what is is Cook gonna rush for three thousand yards next year now or they have a different um Oh my God, my mind's going blank. Um, Kubiak is out. They have a heavy coach. Yeah, uh, is gone now. Kubiak is so out. Yeah, but I, I still think, I still kind of think that's that's their way. I think it's still think it's going to be ground and pound. And lastly, you wide receivers. Like, is there like because wide receiver, you and I both agree it's a tough position. Um, because there's so many routes and everything, and the cadence of the quarterback. 
Is there any wide receiver that you're really like looking to or looking to stay away from this year? One you want to make sure you get or anything like that? Honestly, I think um, for now I'll stay away from Jamar Chase. Um, Jamar Chase is a name. People are going to uh, overdraft for him. Um, we'll talk about uh, your boy and my favorite wide receiver, Calvin Johnson. When he was a rookie, he only had about 60 catches. I don't think he broke 1,000 yards. Um, he also has T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd on the team. Um, so people are going to over uh, jump on Jamar Chase, which I would avoid him at what his price tag will be. Um, Devontae Smith, um, the Heisman from Alabama, I actually think he upgrades Jalen Rieger's um, value. Um, Devontae Smith's going to do pretty well, but I'd rather have Jalen Rieger later um, as a sleeper. And um, as a late-round sleeper, a wide receiver got in a great position is your boy, uh, Amon Ray St. Brown. He's probably going to play a slot for the Lions, and um, we're just high-fiving Swift that he's going to have a great year. Um, I think Amon Ross St. Brown is going to be Goff's uh, Cooper Cup. Um, I'm going to throw him as a deep sleeper and um, hope for the best for you. I mean, like, we have nobody at the wide receiver position, so that, that's a good call. He's definitely in line to have a potentially a good season. And, I mean, if you're playing three wide receiver leagues, if you have a, a bad team's number one wide receiver as your third wide receiver that you get in the 10th round, that, that's actually really, really good. Um, for dynasty drafts, what would be your top five? Top five for the dynasty drafts. Um, I'm going to, I wanted Trevor Lawrence since he's been a freshman in Clemson. Uh, Trevor Lawrence obviously is my number one. Um, then I'm going to go with Najee Harris. Um, that's my number two. I think he's going to go right as a RB two in fantasy right away with the possibility of being an RB one. I'm confident drafting him, um, even as early as the third round off the top of my head right now, um, because running back's going to go off quick. Um, uh, Jamar Chase um, for Dynasty, not much for this year, but uh, Jamar Chase is going to be, he has the connection with Joe Burrow, and uh, he'll be the A.J. Green for the Bengals for years to come. Um. I also wanted to mention, I know people are going to probably say, why aren't you mentioning Kyle Pitts for any? Kyle Pitts is an extraordinary athlete, but since 1990, um, a tight end that was drafted in the first round hasn't put up tight end one 10% of the time. Um, so 90% of the time it fails. So um, he does have the skill set, but if you think about it, Noah Fant was uh, – um, a big name. He didn't do much. Hawkinson in his first year didn't do much. You can't really trust rookies right away. Um, but I'm going to go with the obvious. I'm going to go Lawrence, um, Etienne, Najee Harris, Jamar Chase, and um, uh, we'll go Devontae Smith. He's going to match up with Jalen Hurts because I'm really high on Jalen this year. And you made an interesting comment. When you're a tight end, even like Pitts, like let's be honest, he's really not going to block that much, if any. But he he timed out at a four point four forty, and I was talking to my buddy that used to play in the NFL. Actually, it was a tight end, and his comment was that four point four four forty with how much Pitts is going to get chipped when going out on blocks by the end of the year is going to be a four point seven forty. 
his knees and, and lower body are going to take a beating. Uh, and Eric, I want people to listen to this as well. I think Kyle Pitts is an excellent um, athlete, but also you got Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Hayden Hurst, Kyle Pitts. How many how many balls are getting thrown a game? You're not going. He's not just going to become Tony Gonzalez right away. Relax. People are going to overdraft him in your league. I'd rather Dallas Goddard. Oh, for sure, for sure. I love me some some, some Dallas Goddard. Scotty, I appreciate the time you always take on here, coming in, dropping knowledge. You're at Fantasy Football Wishlist. Make sure you guys are following them. In terms of laying out content for the summer and heading into the season, what is your plan? Why don't you tell the people what they can look forward to? Uh, I'm going to start doing rankings. Um, my quarterback, I'm not high on quarterbacks, but you'll get a lot of running back rankings, my sleepers. Uh, my wide receiver rankings, sleepers, tight ends, so on. And um, if you don't know me from last year, um, I, I kind of go against what everybody else says. And um, I like it that way because um, a lot of the times I'm right. But when I am wrong, I will admit it. So and I, just, I, I enjoy it. I appreciate the followers. And thank you to Eric for allowing me to be back on. Scotty, we're definitely going to have you on hopefully a couple times during the summer where we can kind of touch base after training camps and maybe do a little uh, mock draft type of thing we can work out on. Thanks for taking time, and uh, we look forward to talk, having you on the show in the future. You're the man, absolutely. Special thank you to Scotty for coming on. Great follow. So make sure you guys go out and give him a follow. That's it for the special edition of the ETOF21 Sports Podcast. Stay safe. Be well, and I'll talk to you guys soon.